What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. I'm going to, like, <laughs> actually recorded a podcast um, already for this morning, but I deleted it. I think I didn't really even kind of take my own advice as I was uh, as I was deleting it, but um, I'm really going to kind of treat this podcast, at least for this episode, really kind of more of a an online diary or journal of uh, what's going on in my head and stuff. So obviously, if uh, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that this is a wildly different podcast than all the others out there where there's a lot of these podcasts that talk about like the new products that come out and, uh, you know, like who the hottest player is and what to invest in and, and that sort of thing. And this really is not like... He, so for, for me, <laughs> what we're doing on this podcast here, what I'm doing is I'm really trying to uh, give everybody a, a, a perspective inside my head of what goes on uh, from day to day here. Like what kind of makes me tick, what pieces of advice that, uh, that I feel will be useful and beneficial to you. Uh, in your collecting. And so what that means is I'll get hyper-focused on a certain uh, philosophy or action or thought or something. And so we're kind of, you know, you and I, we're, we're kind of here in the trenches and we're digging in this deep together. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, uh, you know, trying to figure out what I'm doing with this thing, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. I just know that, uh, that for me personally, the podcast is a great way for me to actually talk out loud to somebody, you, about baseball cards and collecting. Unfortunately, I can't hear you back. Uh, but gosh, guys, so feel free to email me, tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com, at tanmanbbfan on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, I love hearing your stories and your feedback and your thoughts. And so uh, this is kind of largely, um, you know, this, this, this podcast here today, the one that I'm doing right now, is is really kind of uh, focused around a podcast that uh, that I listened to from Gary V. Um, man, okay, dude's got terrible language, so go to the Curse Free Gary V. Uh, <laughs> uh, podcast if you want to listen to him, but he has some phenomenal advice uh, for business, at least. I don't really know a whole lot about what his thoughts are or, or if he's too terribly great on the sports card side of things, but for business, man, I love him. Um, and so one of the things, uh, that he talked about was, you know, basically don't worry about other people's opinions. Uh, and I go, man, you know what? That kind of hits the nail on the head for me this week. Um, yeah, I'll give you an example. So I did a podcast, I think last week, as well as a YouTube video that talked about, how in my collection, I'm in what's called the diamond cutting stage. Everybody is all about collecting and, and getting more, 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 more. And so I'm kind of going the opposite way. I'm uh, chiseling out, uh, you know, in all killer, no filler collection, where when it comes to Kinseiko cards, I really, really want to love each and every card in my collection. And that takes a lot of, uh, a lot of really kind of, I don't know, reflection on, on each card to see if, if you really enjoy something or not. And so 
Yeah, clearly I go way, 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 way deeper than the average collector goes whenever it comes to putting thought into cards. Like, uh, I know there's some like legit super collectors out there that when they buy, they hardly look at the cards. They just put them in their safe and that's it. They just know they've, they've conquered one thing and they're on to the next thing. That's not me. Uh, not me anymore. At least I was, that's kind of more how I was now. Um, it's about getting a, a piece and really enjoying it. And as I was uh, talking on my other podcast, um, you know, previously, uh, my friend said that, you know, what he found out is that as he's getting more things, he's finding out that everything altogether seems less meaningful. And uh, as I talked about before, also, uh, less is more addition by subtraction. Um, very, very difficult to get to a point psychologically, I think, <laughs> in your collection to do that because it's almost humbling, so to speak, uh, to not have this massive collection and to not like, uh, I don't know, ha like be able to participate in all the Facebook group things like saying, you know, hey, I've got this card. Uh, do you have your player in this card? You know, and so, they, you know, some groups I'm in, they do that. And, and I'm like, and sometimes I feel it, man. Like, I feel like, oh, I wish I had that. I used to have that just so I could show it off to everybody and say, hey, I'm part of the, this exclusive club. And uh, and that doesn't happen, um, you know, all that much anymore. So, uh, because right now, guys, like I am under 200 Conseco cards and uh, by this time next week, I might be at 150 or so. Uh, but the 150 are going to be cards I really, really, really love and enjoy. And <clears throat> so, you know, part of, uh, you know, kind of let me, let me bring this back around to why, uh, why this podcast, <laughs> uh, is on the subject here of, of not caring what others, whatever others believe, you know, think in what you're doing is, uh, on my YouTube channel, a comment uh, was made by somebody and, um, I don't think it was mean spirited. It's very hard to tell, uh, what somebody's tone is when they're typing because they're just typing, <laughs> you know? And, uh, but he said, man, Tanner, I like your videos normally, but not this one. And it was a video about me talking about how I'm, uh, selling some Conseco cards. And he goes, uh, you know, you're driving me insane. <laughs> you, you are, yeah, I'm paraphrasing here, by the way, I don't, I don't recall exactly what he said, but it was that you are making all of your viewers dizzy by buying and selling and buying and selling. And he puts the caps locks on, if I remember correctly, saying, you stop selling your Conseco cards, just collect. <laughs> and uh, I started thinking, I was thinking, that's kind of funny because, <clears throat> um, you know, I, I keep my head down and I, uh, I plow through the way that I want to do things and I do what I want to do. Uh, and then, so I put my head up and I, I, you know, read a comment like that. I'm thinking, I wonder, uh, if that's the general consensus, if that's what people uh, think <laughs> about my collecting, if I'm dizzying them. Um, you know, so let me tell you right now, I don't care. I, I collect for myself. I don't care. I don't collect for anybody else. So I want to keep doing what I do because it brings me most enjoyment. Um, but that's what I'm trying to get to guys. Uh, for you personally, if somebody has a problem with the way you collect, um, they have every right to, but don't change your collecting for what they're saying or what they're wanting to do. Um, so I was able to, uh, to give a response, which I hope was, was, uh, 
understandable for the gentleman that said that uh, comment and other people reading, possibly thinking the same thing, is uh, number one, that the enjoyment in the hobby for me is derived most when I have movement, when I trade, when I buy, when I sell, when I find collections, when I break them down, when I sell them in lots, when I sell them one at a time, um, you know, everything is, all this movement is so wildly enjoyable to me. Um, I will give you an example right now. Uh, <laughs> there's a card, and I talked about having an open hand uh, policy when it comes to collecting, meaning if somebody is willing to pay you a crazy amount of money and they just are dying to have a certain card that you have, have an open hand, let them buy it possibly or consider it, um, especially if there are other copies out there. So that's what I did. I sold a card for a pretty good amount of money um, that I would have never considered uh, selling before. Having that card, the feeling of owning that card for a couple years now, uh, it's just a card that's, you know, it's satisfying to know that was is in my collection, was in my collection. But now I found another one I'm working toward a trade for it. And that feeling of anticipation right there, money cannot buy that feeling for me, guys. Like, <clears throat> I have this card in my sights and and the whole, the whole idea of trying to take some cards that I have that I don't care a whole lot about, um, putting together a trade deal, offering them up to another collector that has this card that's not for sale, uh, but potentially for trade, um, you, I can never get that feeling back for that card again unless I actually sold that card to begin with. So that's what kind of makes things exciting and interesting to me. Now, there's a very good chance the trade doesn't work out. Uh, and there's a very good chance that card pops up uh, on eBay in a week and I miss out. And there's also a very good chance that card doesn't show up for another three or four years. <laughs> but guess what? That's okay. That's okay. We don't have just like a limited amount of time to, um, you know, to collect. We could collect for however long we'd like. Now, obviously, that doesn't take into consideration the possibility of the card skyrocketing in the future. I don't think it will. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but it's it's very uh, it's it's counterintuitive to a lot of people to let go of a card they enjoy just to try to get it back later. I wouldn't necessarily suggest that to people, but for me, that's what brings me enjoyment. I enjoy trying to hunt and find it again, and uh, I love it. I think probably two reasons are, are why I do this. Number one, I know that a card can pretty much, uh, unless it's a one of one or something like that, you always got a shot at getting that card back. Number two, uh, there's just tons of cards that are beautiful and amazing and glorious and wonderful and awesome out there that can take its place. You know, that's just how it goes. Our collection, like our collecting, our hobby, there are so many awesome cards out there. Um, and I think if we change our our collecting philosophy to a gotta have from, you know, gotta have it all to, you know, let's let's pick out the ones that we really like. And I'll give you an example. Um, you know, bat knobs and bat barrels. Uh, they started coming out with those for Conseco in 2015, 2016, something like that. And I was on those things like for for years. I was the uh, I was the one that had the lion's share of all of them in the market. You know, like I there's like another guy that had like one of them or something. And that was really kind of it. But I was buying all of the barrels and knobs. And I go, you know what? 
They're just going to keep making these. Do I really want to have all that money tied up in knobs and barrels? I love knobs and barrels, but, um, you know, could I just be satisfied with having one of each, like a really solid example of each? And so that's where I am, you know, and, and so I actually let go of a knob and barrel uh, by selling it, uh, selling them a week or two ago. And uh, I got to say, like right now, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, uh, regretting that decision at all uh, because I already have a knob and barrel. But even if I didn't have a knob and barrel, I could always uh, rely on the 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 fact that it's quite possible that 2021 is going to yield one, two, three, four, five more knobs or barrels of Conseco. And if not, 2022 will. And if not, 2023 will. So, you know, it's, it's just a matter of, uh, of enjoying the process and not getting all... Uh, all worked up because of FOMO, fear of missing out. You know, it's it, it shouldn't be that way for collecting. You know, just uh, just enjoy, um, just enjoy it. And so, certainly, 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 collect for yourself. Uh, and and I, I'm telling you this to you firsthand with firsthand knowledge and experience. Uh, if you collect for yourself uh, and not for anyone else, the greatest amount of joy is going to come from this hobby for you. If you don't, it could be a mistake. If I listened to other people, um, when it came to my Conseco collection, for instance, oh, don't sell out your super collection. Oh, that's a terrible idea. Let me tell you guys something. If I didn't, it would have been the biggest mistake ever. It didn't, like selling my super collection opened up a whole host of new avenues for me. And uh, it gave so much more life and depth to this uh, hobby for me. And there are people out there that they did podcasts and uh, and wrote articles about me selling out and coming back saying like it was a bad thing or something. Um, you know, I mean, even somebody on Facebook the other day, uh, you know, said something, you know, fairly disparaging, you know, like, uh, you know, what's wrong with you? Like, didn't you sell out just to come back again? That's crazy. You know, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. So maybe it is crazy, but guess what? Um, I'm collecting for me and just as you should collect for you and don't worry about some random guy on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube that has a problem or a beef with how you collect. <laughs> I actually had another one, uh, uh, recently that, that took issue with me buying a couple, uh, boxes at Walmart to flip, um, for profit, uh, the other day as well. And, you know, again, it's just one of those things where, okay, I respect your, uh, your opinion, but, uh, no way in heck am I going to stop doing what I do because somebody else, uh, you know, doesn't like it or something. That's, that's not how we do things here. You know, we, we don't, we don't stay within the lines, uh, when it comes to collecting, you do what you want to do and you enjoy uh, collecting on your terms, not on somebody else's terms, not on your friend's terms, not on your brother's terms, not on your uh, mom and dad's terms, not on, uh, unless you know they're the ones bankrolling it, <laughs> that's different. Not on uh, you know, your, uh, your frenemy's terms or any other collectors online. Don't worry about them. Find out what you truly like uh, you know, collect based on your own instinct and your own enjoyment. And, uh, when you do that, guess what? This collection, this hobby is going to be so much more meaningful, so much more exciting. If you could just tune out the people that are trying to tell you how to collect. <laughs>
Well, that's all I have for today. I hope you all enjoy it, and I hope uh, there's some value that you can glean from this, and uh, hope it's positive for you. But uh, yeah, feel free to write me, tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com. Um, love to hear how your collecting journey is going, and uh, yeah, let me know if you uh, if you want to hear me talk about other subjects as well. Thank you guys. Have a great day.